You know, culture has really shifted a lot since the 90s when that rock star imaging person existed. You know, like we as broadcasters have to be more a reflection of the audience than, hey, look how cool we are. It's, I don't think it's about that anymore. Now it's about, hey, look how cool you are as the listener. A lot of fun, this one. Hello, my name is Dom Evans. I'm head of production at Fox FM in Melbourne. Episode five of season two. I'm talking to audio producers from all around the world about how they craft the sound of radio stations. This is Podcast. My guest today is Miles Livko, Imaging Director at 102.7 KISS FM in Los Angeles, and he also takes care of the national alt-rock imaging. That stuff's really cool. We're going to touch on a bit of that. And he's one of the male voices for KISS as well. He has the enviable job of getting to put together work like this. KISS FM. Los Angeles. You are on air with Ryan Seacrest. Live. Hey, Ryan, will you pay my bill? Ryan pays your bill in the next 10 minutes. On 102.7 KISS FM. You know, there's a couple of major famous radio brands around the world. Kiss LA is undeniably one of them. What is it like to work at such an iconic station? You know, like uh, when I first got here, um, it sort of dawned on me um, at once I was finally in the studio by myself. You know, like uh, I'm sitting down at the studio, just f- finally like I'm by myself and it real it dawned on me, oh my God, like this is a lot of responsibility. I really hope nobody realizes that I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and uh, I told that story to um, one of like the big bosses at iHeart recently. And he was like, you know, every once in a while, it's a good thing to put yourself in over your head. Mm-hmm. And uh, I agree with that. You know, I, I think that, so before I got here, my main gig was uh, an active rock slash talk station. And so I, I, I had uh, a top 40 station as my side station but it was never like my main gig you know so to be handed the keys to uh kiss fm was uh super intimidating and humbling and i was like man there there's a lot that could go wrong here but uh i think that you know throwing yourself to the wolves like that and uh you know sink or swim you know like and uh you learn how to swim hopefully kiss what's up la this is julie hey yo 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 what's poppin baby this is Selena Gomez. Turn it way up because the Kiss music is back right now on 102.7 Kiss FM. LA's number one hit music station. <laughs> it's so cool because when we were hanging out in LA, the first thing that kind of hit me is, um, and maybe this is just the changing times, but you're such a humble guy. Like I feel like there's this kind of thing, and maybe it's being phased out, that imaging guys are like rock stars, but but we're not, are we, really? <laughs> I, th- I think it might be um, like... Phasing out, like you said, uh, I, I feel like, I don't know. I w- When I started in radio, I, I started in 2003, and I think it had started to shift in that direction um, because everybody that I knew was pretty down-to-earth and approachable and stuff, and you would hear legends about uh, the like certain people who were just like, you know, mad scientist types and rock stars, and, you know, they would disappear yeah. to Mexico for a week and come back with, like... <laughs> 400 promo ideas and stuff and um i mean i'm sure that still happens to some extent but um you know culture has really shifted a lot since the 90s when that uh rock star imaging person existed you know like um radio used to be about we're gonna tell you what's cool and now like there, there are so many ways to consume media and music that um we 
we as broadcasters have to be more a reflection of the audience than, hey, look how cool we are. It's, I don't think it's about that anymore. Now it's about, hey, look how cool you are as the listener. And so I think that it, that uh, might have something to do with it. Well, it's like if you think back to the the dawn of time, people would sit around the radio and then people would sit around the TV. Well, people don't sit around either of them anymore. Right. So uh, in order to have a two-way conversation with listeners, I think you, you need to be on that same eye level with them. And I can hear that a lot in your imaging. Hey, guys, it's Tanya from On Air with Ryan Seacrest. You have to hear the new Bozzy featuring Camila Cabello. Hey. It's called Beautiful. It's beautiful. This was like a happy accident. I just had an idea one day. I was like, what if I got Tanya from the morning show who is just like, she's our resident poptimist. She loves pop music. She's a super fan of uh, all of the pop stars that we play on Kiss FM. And I was like, I wonder what would happen if I just played some music for her and just recorded her honest, real reactions. And so I, I, I didn't have a promo in mind. I just honestly wanted to see what kind of um, reactions I got out of her. So I started playing some music. And the songs that she liked were just, you know, she's screaming and over the top, like, oh, my God, this song changed my life. And, you know, it helped me through this breakup and, you know, whatever uh, she said about a particular song, I would edit it down. And it turned into this series of promos where every every week now um, I'll record her reactions to new songs that drop on Thursday nights uh, because here in the States, uh, like songs come out at midnight. Friday East Coast time, so that's 9 p.m. our time in California. Uh, so we have those songs Friday morning, listen to them, record her reactions, and make a whole promo for that so we can uh, show some love for the new music. The two of them were on tour together, and they did this. Like, I, I think there's something so fun that's, like, so so summer campy to me, you know? So is this a good love song, or is this the best love song? Hit us up at 1027 or me at Tanya Rad. I just had to let you know. Because it's genuine, isn't it? And I think that's one thing um, radio probably still has hanging around a bit is the contrived reactions. Oh, my God, I love this song. I mean, we've heard it so much, haven't we? Yeah, totally. And, you know, if if I'm recording stuff with Tanya and there's a song she's not really vibing with, we just won't even make a promo for that song. So it's uh, it's yeah. it's really important to not sound contrived. Totally. Now, how about Pay Your Bills? Obviously, massive institution with Ryan Seacrest. It's been on air for a long time. <laughs> Charlie Puth, how are you, brother? Ryan, I am stuffed. Here's a check. Whatever you're ready, no rush. Um, I forgot my wallet, though. You got this, right? It's kind of like that. Ryan Seacrest pays your bills. Every weekday and all day, Thursday and Friday. This is Charlie Puth. Go to kissfm.com and get your bills paid. Get us a bill, let us pay it. I'm just going to slide this right over to you. Ryan Seacrest is paying your bills. Such a great out-of-the-box way to sell the promotion where you sort of had him and Ryan acting out a scene. Yeah, so uh, th- it's funny how that came about because uh, so Charlie was in the studio and on my liner sheet, I, all, all I really have on there is Ryan Seacrest pays your bills, go to kissfm.com, keyword bills, and get your bills paid. And uh, after they read that line, uh, I'll say, you know, if you could send any bill to Ryan Seacrest, what bill would you send? And Charlie was like, you know what? This actually happened. I was out at dinner with Ryan Seacrest and I actually forgot my wallet. And, uh, you know, so I had to ask him to pay for dinner. And I was like, dude, that's hilarious. Can we make a promo out of that? And so he's like, yeah, sure. So he sort of like acted the whole thing out. And uh, the promo turned out great. That, that was one of my favorites for sure. That was outstanding. I mean, 
you know, a lot of people listening will be uh, frothing at the chance to to get that sort of artist access. It must be very cool to have that sort of unprecedented level for Kiss. Yeah, it's um, that definitely took some getting used to. You know, as far as like production and writing and stuff, like I, I was, you know, I'd been doing that for years before I got here. But there are so many artists that come through, and so many of them are humongous superstars. And it, it, at first, it was really, really, really intimidating. Like the first time. Selena Gomez came into my studio. I was so nervous. I didn't even like I, I I honestly didn't speak directly to her. I had the liner sheet and handed it to her manager and her manager handed it to her and she read it. And then uh, and then she left. And then the next time that she came in, maybe like a year later, I'd gotten used to it, you know, and it gets to the point where you're like, you know, they're working while they're here to cut liners and stuff. And it's pretty chill. Like if you just treat everybody like a normal person, everything is fine. And so uh, Selena Gomez comes back in about a year later and she was like, you know, I'm starving. And apparently uh, there's nowhere for us to get uh, empanadas this early in the morning. I was like, what? I know exactly where we can get empanadas from like three different places within walking distance. And so while she was cutting liners, I got on to Postmates, which is like a food delivery app and uh, ordered (laughs) all these empanadas. And they showed up like as the session was ending. And uh, it was it was a really cool moment. So got to eat empanadas with Selena Gomez in an elevator. <laughs> that is such a cool story. You can take that for the uh, for the ages. Hey, embarrassing question: What are empanadas? I'm not sure if we have them in Australia. Uh, so an empanada is um, it's like a uh, like a Latin fold over kind of uh, pocket thing. So like normally it'll have like pulled chicken inside or uh, actually there's a ton of different varieties but they're delicious so cool and look I do want to talk about your alt rock stuff because god it's cool I love your style we make people cry oh my god I'm gonna cry right now but like in a good way because they're winning money with a thousand dollar bribe. Oh man, I need it. Yeah, iHeartRadio for the win. Real people. I am so happy. Winning real money. I've been texting every day, every hour. I'm Bob, and I just won one thousand dollars. Party at Bob's house, y'all. Oh my god! You could be next. <laughs> Listen for keywords. Text them in. The thousand dollar bribe. Do you feel like you get to spread your wings a bit more with this format? I think with uh, alt rock, that's the format where I don't need to filter anything. Like uh, I can just really be as weird as possible, and it's it's almost like the weirder it gets, the better it is. And so uh, I can just sort of like <laughs> yeah. be myself times a million uh, with alt rock stuff. So that that's always a lot of fun because with with alternative stuff, I can just I don't even need to write. I just like crack the mic and start improvising stuff, and it'll end up being a sweeper. So that that's a lot of fun for sure. That is so cool. I mean, to have that creative outlet, like can we play the Lollapalooza promo, for example? Lollapalooza around the world. What? what? Hey, do you know there's a South America? You mean like Georgia? No, man, like a whole other place. Hell, I ain't surprised America's so great they had to make two of them. Ha <laughs> you right. Yeah. See Lollapalooza in both Americas. The Red Hot Chili Peppers, Nine Inch Nails, Soundgarden, Imagine Dragons, Muse, Arcade Fire, Phoenix, Cage the Elephant, and as many other awesome bands as they can fit on two continents. Me and my girl, we're gonna chill. Party and dance because we're in Brazil. Lollapalooza, it's a flyaway. We're gonna go to Argentina and my crib, Chile. And when you're back in the U.S., get VIP treatment at Lollapalooza in Chicago. It's a once-in-a-lifetime iHeartRadio ultimate experience. Sponsored by C3 Presents RCA Sony Music and Interscope Records. Walk me through this process. It's There's so much in here. How did this one come about? 
that promo came about. It's it's a technique I learned from Malcolm Riker, and uh, it's called painting. And so that's when you know you don't really have a script. You've got your copy points for the promo, but really you're just kind of throwing things into the session and figuring out where they fit. You know, you're putting paint on the canvas and just kind of spreading it around. And um, I don't know. I started off with just wanting to make a cool sounding voice. And so that's where the Lollapalooza little stab at the beginning came from. Lollapalooza around the and uh, the promotion was called Lollapalooza around the world. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, all of the countries we're going to are just in this hemisphere. It's just North and South America. So I was like, wouldn't that be mm. funny if we just talked about going to Lollapalooza in both Americas? And I mean, mm. America's so great. They had to make two of them, right? And so that's how, how the whole thing came about, really. It's so good with this brief acting scene you just described into a montage. Then this awesome jingle just comes out of nowhere. Lollapalooza, it's a flyaway. We're going to go to Argentina and my crib, Chile. It's a work of art, man. Do you hang that up as a rare occasion or do you feel like you get to really stretch those muscles frequently with that format uh as as long as i have the time to put into a promo and uh i have the creative freedom to do so i you know i obviously do that uh whenever i have the opportunity but it it depends on the situation you know like some promos have to go through a really strict approval process and there could be clients and you know, uh, it, it depends how many cooks are in the kitchen, I guess. So, God, I wish we could get more people having an opinion. I on wish this. more people that have to wear ties to work could tell me that my writing sucks. <laughs> you don't wear a tie, Miles? <laughs> What's going on? Mm-mm. I made the mistake of wearing a tie to, uh, we had like a field trip to um, this pop-up thing, which is, it, it was basically like somebody built um, a thing that, it, it's like a place you go to. I don't know what to call it. Because the only reason that it exists is for you to take pictures in front of stuff. Like it's a selfie, it's a selfie station, but it's humongous and it's got all these different parts, these areas. You can, it's called the Happy Place. You can probably Google it. Uh, but w- so we had a field, a station field trip to this, so that uh, we would post pictures on Instagram and promote it and stuff. And uh, I was like, well, if we're gonna be taking a bunch of pictures, I better look nice. So I wore a tie, and uh, my boss John Ivy, who's the program director of kiss fm uh goes what are you going to a funeral later and so i just got <laughs> and somebody else told me i look like a high school principal and so it didn't work out i don't wear ties that's why i've just googled it is this the place with all the yellow there is a lot of yellow there's a gigantic um like duck bath toy thing yeah that's what i'm uh, looking at they have like a confetti snow angel room just a total millennial instagram place that's pretty much what life's turning into right well, I hate getting my picture taken, so I was in hell there. It was my absolute nightmare. <laughs> I did notice on your Instagram recently there was you at the dentist in a very flattering selfie. <laughs> yeah. That was brilliant. I love the fact that you said um, might delete later, and I just checked, and uh, it's still there, right? <laughs> oh, so, Yeah, there, it's like a meme. Uh, people will post pictures and say, I don't know, felt cute, might delete later. Um which uh, so right. I just sort of turning that meme on its head, I guess. We tried killing our boss with kindness. No dice. The baseball bat worked like a charm, though. One zero two seven W E B N. So with those, do they say to you, "Hey, we need twenty five attitude sweeps," or will you just write them and produce them as as they come to you? Yeah, they'll just, they'll, they'll pretty much tell me how many they need, and uh, so uh, actually, um, so we have a group of people. Um, on the rock side. And recently we formed one for the top 40 side of things where uh, we do like quarterly imaging script shares. We'll get like a bunch of people and say, hey, send us 
10, just 10 lines, and then we compile them all together and just send out, you know, usually somewhere between six and 10 pages of uh, imaging liners. And uh, so those come in really handy when somebody's like, hey, we're re-imaging an entire station. We need it yesterday. Um, and so you fire up that uh, Word document with oh, like, you've had that too. Yeah, like hundreds of lines in there. And I, I, I don't think I wrote that line. Uh, I think it was from one of those script shares. But Malcolm did such a good job on the read um, that I think his read really makes that sweeper. <laughs> it's so funny. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Like he's so casual about the fact that he murdered his boss with a baseball bat. <laughs> so good. You know, it's funny you mentioned the rebranding the station needed it yesterday. I think, you know, every imaging producer in the world has had that moment. And you sort of think, can't we wait a week and do it properly? And it's like, nah, it has to be on air tomorrow. And you kind of think, will we ever learn as an industry that if we just put slightly more thought into this, we could get a much better outcome and maybe wouldn't have to rebrand all the time? Uh... Eh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying, and I agree. Like, we should be, have time to, like, do things the right way. And every single, like, station launch is like, hey, great news. We're going to have three months on this one. Promise, guys. And then they don't get the contract signed for the VO people until, like, a week beforehand. And it, it's always a disaster, mm-hmm. and it's always stressful. Um, But uh, so, you know, I mean, th- the reason I say, eh, when you say we could do this better is, like, it's, it's not in our control, really. It's, like, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I could start working on stuff whenever, like I'm ready, but uh, you have to wait for them to give the go ahead. And so the the only way to really uh, adapt to that is to just spend less time on it. You know, like uh, I came back from vacation mm. once and I had missed a bunch of emails from somebody and they're like, hey, um, we're relaunching, we're re-imaging this station, new voices, new imaging, everything. And uh, I got on the phone with the guy and he's like, yeah, we need it in a half an hour. What? I, I'm, I'm not even kidding. And uh, luckily, so they wanted to use my voice on the station, and I had, like, a launch package for an alternative station with my voice on everything. So all I had to do was tag, like, a bunch of sweepers uh, for the launch package to get ready and was actually able to meet that deadline. But uh, I I think that the better you can get at archiving your stuff and making your sessions easy to repurpose, uh, the less of a pain in the ass it'll be when you get those inevitable uh, last-minute launches because they're always last-minute. Totally. No, you make a very balanced point there. Yeah. Kiss FM's Jingle Ball, presented by Capital One. Bringing you Cardi, 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 Cardi. Cardi B. I said I look like oh. I'm just looking the change. Calvin Harris. I'm in no mama said. I can't do golden rings, but I'll give you everything. Camila Cabello. Lead with special guest Normani. Dua Lipa. G Easy. Only one who gets me, I'm a crazy, crazy Gemini. Alessia Cara. Fuzzy. BB Rexa. And Sean Mendez. Friday, November 30th at the Forum. The Capital One cardholder presale starts tomorrow morning at 10. Tickets go on sale for everyone else Monday at noon. KissFM.com. Keyword Jingle Ball.
In terms of learnings and stuff, you know, everyone's had their mentors along the way. Are there, are there any sort of mentors that stick out to you where you just sort of think you've learned some key things from? When I got my internship, I was interning for Scott Glazer, who was the imaging guy at Mix 106.5 in Cleveland at the time. Uh, he's uh, gotten into programming now. He doesn't do uh, imaging anymore, but he really, uh, so he taught me how to use Pro Tools and he turned me on to, um, like, I didn't know even what imaging was before I had that internship. Uh, I, I just did it for the internship hours for school, honestly. Um, but he turned me on to Malcolm and John Frost and Eric Chase. And then, uh, yeah. you know, those guys turned me on to Ned Spindle. And um, my entire career has been, uh, you know, basically just copying the things that they did. Uh, and, uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even in this interview, I feel like I'm sort of conversationally talking the way that John Frost does. And it's just, I, I can't help it. It's just, you know, I've looked up to what he does so much that it's just in my blood at this point. And I think that's the thing is you always sort of start with someone else's sound in mind and then you sort of make it your own and adapt it as you grow, right? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. From the heart of Hollywood to the world, K-I-I-S-F-M. Los Angeles. You're on air. With Ryan Seacrest on 102.7 Kiss FM. What do you wish you'd known or learned sooner? Every single time I learn a new shortcut in Pro Tools or something else that helps me out in Pro Tools, I'm like, how the fuck did I not know that earlier? Like, I just learned about grouping regions together like two months ago. Right. And yeah, uh, that would have saved so much time. Like, it's so convenient. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's, but there's no way. I don't think they even document all the shortcuts that there are. Um, yeah, that's it. Just like learning Pro Tools, it, it, <laughs> like it's such a pain in the ass. But once you learn it, like it makes your life a lot easier. I don't know. I, I think whatever DAW you're using, um, that's probably your favorite because switching from one DAW to another once you've gotten used to one is almost like, well, I'm really good at Spanish. Uh, so let me try speaking French, uh, instead of Spanish for, forever. <laughs> You know, like it's tough. Mm -hmm. like it's not. It's because everything is the the interfaces are all kind of different. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That's it. I, I just wish that I was better at Pro Tools. <laughs> I want to play one more piece of audio before we go. I love the JoJo on the radio. Top of hour. K I I S F M, Los Angeles. Tonight, we're going to rock civilization. An on the radio. It's very sexy, but quite aggressive for a CHR format. Is he uh, kind of angry with his sort of imaging? No, he, uh, he's not. He's one, he's like the nicest guy in the world. But uh, he so <laughs> when we uh, re-imaged Kiss FM, so earlier this year, uh, we changed the imaging so that uh, I would be the male voice and Kaya Matisse would be our female voice. And um, as I was working on the re-image, uh, you know, he had the same show open for like, uh, I think that I think the one he had was from like 2006 or something. And it was dope. Like, it was really awesome. But uh, I was like, you know, I kind of want to update this a little bit, but keep it in the spirit of what he had before. So what he had before was based on the Pendulum song. Let me see if I can find the title. It's the first uh, couple tracks off of the Pendulum album, Hold Your Color. And Pendulum is amazing. If you, I, I mean, if you do imaging, you probably use their music in your imaging already. If not, 
Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so it was based on that, and it's like an aggressive, um, just sort of like drum and bass style song. And I wanted to keep that feel to it, but also update it a little bit. So I used those elements, but then incorporated a Shock One song um, called Chaos Theory. And uh, yeah, you know, I think when you're making a show intro, uh, you want to make something that the host, like when they hear it, it's going to fire them up and like give them some energy so that, I mean, he's going to have a good show whether I produce something for him or not, but, uh, you know, all the more, uh, better is, is, that's not a good phrase. Uh, but all for the better, if you can produce something that gets him pumped up and is like really excited about his show. And I, I think it, uh, I, I mean, you, you know, like it, to, to get Jojo to change anything, is difficult, so I knew I had to really knock it out of the park, and I was really proud to play that for him when it was done, honestly. And it took forever. I spent literally like two days on that thing. <laughs> really, it sounds great, man. Yeah, I didn't even write. I didn't even make the music, and it took forever. Like, imagine making the actual song from the entertainment capital of the world. KIIS FM, Los Angeles. You're on air with Ryan Seacrest on 102.7. His just to do a full circle, because at the start we are talking about how humble you are and, and how the ego's changed in the industry. Do you ever have those moments of just thinking, oh, I don't know if I'm any good at this, like how did they give me this job? How do you psych yourself out of those moments? Um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I don't think what I do is like rocket science or anything, but I'm pretty confident about what I do. Like, I feel good at the end of the day most of the time. And if I'm having a shitty day, it's not because I'm bad at my job. It's just because I'm... It's something else is going on. It's not that I don't know how to do the job. It's like, maybe I didn't sleep enough or maybe I have a hangover, you know? And so it's like, okay, well <laughs> get more sleep and be less hungover next time. And, uh, I'll be able to do my job. <laughs> you know, I, I, if, if I'm having a tough time at work, it's because something else is going on and that thing needs to be addressed, you know, because, uh, we're all in the position that we are because, uh, somebody trusts us to do what we're doing. And assuming you didn't bullshit your way into the job, then you actually know what you're doing. So it's, it's not something that I would, uh, you know, let it mess with your head too much. Yeah. We should also mention, Miles, that you do VO work. So if somebody wants to use you for VO stuff, can they get in contact? Uh, yeah, you can. Um, so my personal email is thatproductiondude at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram, just my name, M-I-L-E-S-H-L-I-V-K-O. Uh, so if my last name looks like a typo, then you have spelled it right. It's Miles Halivko, right? Correct. Nicely done. I will be listening back to that when I record the intro. Hlivko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, so my uh, my credit report actually has like five aliases on it from people spelling my last name wrong. My family's name wasn't even... So the story is that our name wasn't even supposed to be that. It was like Hilyuka in Russia or whatever, and then they spelled it wrong at Ellis Island, so now we're stuck with Hlivko, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if I buy that story, but... That's that's what I've been told. It's a great story and an awesome note to end on. Miles, thanks so much for sharing some time with me, man, and um, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I, I'm really honored by it. I appreciate it. Super cool. Great production. Great guy. Miles, thanks so much for your time. Next week, a producer from Bauer Media in the UK who is making waves around the world with some really cool production. His name is James Lawson. I remember being uh, a kid trying to get into radio production 
I'm thinking, how are these guys churning this sort of stuff out? And it's only in the last year that I've kind of started to feel a bit more comfortable with some of the stuff that I'm churning out. Look forward to sharing that with you. Prodcastshow at gmail.com if you want to get in contact. I'm at Dom Evans AU on Twitter. Have a fantastic week. Thanks so much for listening.